So first of all, close your eyes. This will be a guided meta-meditation. Start by closing eyes. And with the eyes closed, don't just don't do the ordinary meditation you do every day. Start with doing a little bit of body awareness. How do your legs feel right now? Be mindful of your legs. And add the kindness, the metta. If you can't have loving kindness to your own body, how on earth can you have loving kindness to other beings? Start with your own body. And what loving kindness means, I'm aware of my legs and developing kindness to them. And obviously I ask, are you comfortable? Do you want to be adjusted? And usually they say yes. So, you know, when I was trying to get in a comfortable position to begin with, the cushion slipped too far back, so I'm going to put it under my butt again. <laughs> Come on. Ah, that's much better. When I give talks at Bodhinyana on a Wednesday night, one of the marks can get behind me and he pushes the cushion under my butt. It's very embarrassing, but it works, it's comfortable. I've been kind to my legs. My legs are more comfortable now. Look at my waist. Adjust my belt. Make sure that that is, makes my waist comfortable. I'm aware of my back. People can get very sore backs. So I look at it and so years of practice, I know the best posture for my own back. It may not be good for you, but it always works for me. And then I become aware of my shoulders. And in order to let go, be comfortable, I go the opposite direction. I deliberately, willfully scrunch up my shoulders, making them as tight as possible. And then I let go. When I let go, they become looser than when I started. I also I have now a little bit more understanding of what letting go is. Taking away the stretching, the scrunching, the pulling, the pulling, the squashing, and letting things be according to their nature, rather than according to my will. And then, I 
I'm aware of the innards of my torso, the digestive tract, the stomach, the lungs, the heart. And I must admit, I, I do this a lot for the Cancer Support Association, Solaris. Ask people, the females, can you be aware of the area around your chest? Because too many of you suffer from breast cancer. Can you feel how your breasts are? You get to know them. And if anything in those breasts feels slightly abnormal today, tight, tense, you can focus on that area, zoom in on it, and when you have that unpleasant feeling there, you give this wonderful kindness. And from the inside, you spread this loving kindness. May this part of my body relax and be at ease and be free and heal. This body kindfulness is really, really powerful for healing. This is a kindness meditation, so it obviously belongs. And then you go up to your, your neck, make sure your head is well balanced on top of the neck, not too far forward or back. A sign of loving kindness is your caring, and this time for the position of your own body. And then finally to the muscles in the front of your face. I'm now aware of the muscles in my forehead. I'm just relaxing them, loosening them, easing them off, so I feel comfortable. Now the muscles around my nose, around my mouth. Some of the negative emotions, like anxiety, fear, anger, they can be alleviating, alleviated just by knowing the muscles in the face and learning how to relax them all with kindfulness. Now when those muscles are relaxed enough, you can experience your whole body sitting here. Give this body this lovely awareness and loving kindness. You care for this body. You want to be a friend to it. You find out what it wants, what it needs. And if it's in your power, you supply that to your body. Now my own body feels really relaxed. 
and strong at the same time. It's in a comfortable position, which I know from experience is a great place to start for meditation. But even I've got into a good posture to begin with, I'm kind enough to my body to promise it if you need me to move and adjust you during the meditation, I will do so. Just let me know. Kindness is more important than any rules or tradition. And then I let the body disappear as best I can and go into the present moment. How I do that is just one way. I imagine, I just imagine that I've arrived at an airport and I imagine I'm carrying two heavy suitcases. And these suitcases are so really heavy, I've been carrying them for way too long. So my hand, my arms and my shoulders ache. I'm sure you've all done that when you travel. Two heavy bags and two tired arms. I do this mental exercise seriously. I try my best to imagine their weight and that keeps pulling your arms downwards. And then in this imaginary exercise, I look at the back in my left hand and that's got words on the outside, four letters, P-A-S-T. It's a past. And in that bag, I keep all these memories, good ones and bad ones. And I never take anything out. No wonder it's so, so heavy. And I can imagine that heaviness. And then I imagine having the courage to lower that bag to the ground. And once that heavy bag containing my past meets the floor, all the weight vanishes, like a miracle. And once the weight vanishes, that allows me to safely let go of the handle of the bag, move my hand and arm upwards, away from the bag representing my past so it can rest and recuperate by my side. And then I imagine the bag in my right hand, which represents the future, all my plans, worries, concern, all the things that I'm planning to do for the Katina ceremony tomorrow, for getting to the airport tomorrow night, and what I'm going to do in the UK, that can be very heavy, especially when you've been carrying it around for too long. 
I imagine lowering that down to the ground. And when it meets the floor, all the weight, all the burden vanishes. And I can let go of the handle now, uncurl my fingers from the, the grip, and move my hand and my arm away. I've let go of the future now. And that feels really freeing. Like you have no weight. And then I look down one last time. Got the past to my left of my feet, the future to the right of my feet. And I'm standing in this middle spot between them with no weight or burden at all, resting at last. Kind enough to myself to let go of all the hard work and busyness of past and future. You're in the now. Now I've settled in. I can start the loving-kindness meditation, specifically. And I begin by imagining a little, to me, a little kitten. I kind of like cats. Yesterday evening at Dhammaloka Center in Nolamara, as I was sitting down, I don't know if it was a wild cat or a stray cat, a beautiful little cat, a very young cat, came into the room. It obviously had no collar on, so it has no home. It was very friendly. I imagine like a cat, only much worse off than the cat I saw yesterday. The cat I imagine, I first imagine hearing it, as if I'm walking down, walking down a road somewhere in Singapore or Perth or somewhere, and I hear the sound of an animal in distress. And I just can't walk by. It just basically calls on my heart to listen. And I perceive that that's probably a little kitten who's been abandoned. No one to love it, to feed it to protect it. And for something that small, it's a very, very dangerous world. I listen, and it seems that the sound is coming from a dark corner in a house. I listen, and the kind of the, the, the groans pull me in. And I see that in a very dark corner, dark, narrow, out of concerns for safety, or whatever is hiding in there, I can see the unmistakable eyes of a small cat, a kitten. I can imagine what it must be like at least imagine partly 
a kitten has been abandoned. There's no mother, no one to look after it. It trusts people, but the people shoo it away. It tries to befriend other animals, they just scratch it. This poor little animal doesn't know why. It's hiding, hungry, scared, alone. I can't pass it by. It's not my nature. So I keep eye contact with this little abandoned kitten. And when I keep eye contact with it, I have a channel, a means of spreading loving kindness to it. Dear little kitten, please be my friend. I won't harm you, I won't hurt you. I would just feed you lots of fish and milk, even cream. I'll spoil you in a good way. Please let me care for you. Caring for someone is a privilege, never a burden. I reach out my hand to this little abandoned, lonely kitten. As I reach out my hand, I can see its head emerge further from the dark crevice where it's been hiding. I have to be very careful not to move suddenly. That would scare the kitten and it would retreat into the darkness of its hole. Dear little kitten, please allow me to protect you and to feed you, care for you. As my hand is extending more and more, the kitten brings its head out more and more. And it sniffs my fingers. And that allows me to move my hand under the cat's belly. I can feel the fur on this abandoned little kitten. It's dirty. Unlike so many kittens who know how to clean themselves, or the mother cleans it, this kitten's fur is all matted and dirty. You can feel scabs on their hardened little, which I assume to be hardened blood. A poor kitten has been cut and scratched. It's amazing that it survived. Even more amazing, it can trust me. So I touch it very softly, still keeping eye contact and saying, Dear kitten, I will never harm you. I will only protect you and feed you. You do need somebody like me, otherwise the world is just too harsh, too scratchy a place. And the cat understands, even though it cannot understand human language, it can understand the meaning, the emotions behind it. It allows me to pick it up 
amazing. As I bring it out into the light, oh, see all of the wounds on this little being. It's terrible, it's lived its first days on this earth, in this life, and had to endure so much pain, so little friendship and kindness. I vow to make it up by offering double kindness to what I will usually get. I pick it up softly and bring it to my chest next to my brown robe. And I see it relax, maybe for the first time since it was born. Its legs and its body go in a position where it's not holding them tightly. It's at ease, it feels safe. It feels cared for. He's got it right. I will care for it. With that little being imagined in my arms against my chest, just above the area where my heart is, I open the doors of my heart and I allow what I imagine, it's only imagination, but it works, an imaginary beam of golden light coming from my heart. And this beam of golden light is not fearful. It's like accepting, comforting, warm. Dear little being, the door of my heart is open to you. Come in. I would always protect you and keep you safe. The wounds you have now, I'll make sure they heal and make sure you never need to be wounded or cut or bitten in this way ever again. And if you think of the food I'm going to find for you, I've got lots of supporters, and they get me all sorts of stuff. Little kitten, if you ever like condensed milk, I'll give you some, but I don't think you would. I'll get you cream instead. Little kitten, you're going to be as fat as that jump up. I do that with kindness, with warmth, with friendship. And as I'm holding this little being in my arms, giving it loving kindness, I feel the area of skin above my chest start to tingle. This always happens. It's the area of loving kindness. The origin point is in the middle of my chest, in the heart region. And this part of the skin starts to tingle. So as I'm spreading this rays, this golden rays of loving kindness into this little kitten, down to its small little feet, this little bob of, bob of a tail, and to its head, and its ears, and eyes which are closed now, whiskers, and its mouth. Sure, I heard it purring maybe for the first time ever in its life. It feels safe and happy. It realizes that it has found a protector, has found a friend, has found love. Without that kindness, it knows that for 
those three or four days, how painful not having a protector is. So I warm that little kitten with my loving kindness. And I notice a strange thing, the more loving kindness which I give that little kitten, the stronger that light in my chest becomes. I find I have more love I can give, more kindness, more care. The more I give, the more I have. And then, eventually, that area around my chest is tingling enough now. I can, it's like solid. And I realize I can now give that loving kindness to somebody else. So now I imagine I imagine someone who I know very well who's suffering. I imagine as if they were sitting in front of me in this moment. I try and visualize their face and their clothes. And I can see that they are so similar to my little kitten who was abandoned. They too suffer pain, disappointment, rejection, thinking that no one realizes what they're going through. I imagine that person I know, and I start showering them with the golden lights of loving kindness. My dear friend, I actually care for you not in a way of wanting to get anything out of you, not in a way of exploiting you, just loving kindness. If you're hurting or disturbed or distraught, please come. I'll do whatever I can to help, to heal. Even if it's impossible what I do, I'm going to do it anyway. I've often found in my 72 years on this, in this life, the impossible can be done. Dear little friend, as I bathe this friend with this golden rays of loving kindness, bathing it throughout its whole body, right into its chest, up and extending to every finger end of its hands, up to its head, to its nose and mouth and ears, up into its brain. When people don't know how to use their brain, it causes so much torture to them. I give you now loving kindness. Please, no need to torture yourself. Forgive, let go, be kind. And back into their body, down to their butt and their legs, all over. As I spread this loving kindness to a person who's so close to me in this life, may you be happy. May you feel free. And the suffering in your life just be eased and sucked away by your friend's loving kindness. And I can feel the vision I have of my friend 
what I was seeing, starts to smile, face starts to relax. But go further, my friend. Go deeper into peace, acceptance, forgiveness, non-judgment. May you be at peace. And then I kind of flip the images. Instead of imagining a friend, without opening my eyes, I imagine each one of you that I've been spending the last week with, mostly from Singapore, but from other countries too. Dear companions, for want of a better word, dear friends, fellow meditators, believe it or not, I care for you as well. May you be free of the problems you shared with me in your interviews. May be shared with fear of what might happen. May you be free of pain, being discriminated against, being personally abused. My dear friend, may you feel that peace which is right there in the middle of you in meditation. May you feel that bliss when the meditation really starts to burn brightly. My dear friend, may you know those jhanas blissing out. You deserve it. Anything I can do to make that happen, I will do that. My dear friends, may you achieve all those stages of enlightenment and be free more free than a bird which flies with the weight of its wings alone. My dear friend, may you know what peace is and how to cultivate forgiveness and kindness to all beings, including yourself. May you be in harmony, in harmony with others, in peace in this world. I spread this now as rays of loving kindness coming from my own heart, spreading it out towards each one of you. And I feel these rays of loving kindness being returned as well. As you give to me, I give to you. As we give to each other, meditators who have shared our despair and elation, tiredness, and not being able to sleepness, joy, fun, sickness, all beings on this retreat, we care for each other. Please know that as a truth. May you all be well and happy, peaceful, still, healthy, enlightened. And it's not just the people on this retreat. All the people who worked in this compound from the time it was first built until you know, today, all our caretakers, cooks, they love this place too. Thank you for all your service.
May all people in and around this retreat center, including the monks, the monastery down the road, including the prisoners down in Karnet, may all the animals there, all the parrots and cockatoos and kookaburras and ants and flies and mosquitoes, there's only a few of those, over in the forest. May all of you feel safe, feel free. The door of my heart's fully open to each one of you. Let us live in harmony together, at peace, not affecting each other that much, but wishing each other so much freedom, happiness and health. And you find these beautiful thoughts cannot be just restricted into one area. They start to spread, spread like a golden light which gets brighter and brighter, originating in this retreat center in Serpentine, and now going all the way to the ocean in the west. Many of you can stand and see that shore 13, 40 kilometers away. May all the farmers, the animals, the beings in these little villages between here and the ocean. You may not know us. We are sending you well-wishing, kindness, our best wishes, honest, true, powerful. May you be free of the sicknesses and the fear. May you be happy. May you realize maybe your husband, wife arguing with you, they just forgot to express you know, how they love you. We get into these bad habits of fault-finding. May all the beings up to the north, up into the suburbs of Perth, to the south, down to the coast of Albany, Esperance, Augusta, to me, these are real people, which I know. In this moment, I really wish you all my energy I give to you. Because I know I never run out. The more I give, the more I have. May you all be at peace, free from sicknesses, hay fever, COVID, whatever it is. Please, just absorb my energy to be able to be free from those afflictions. To all the people in the north, I went there last night, you know, in our Buddhist society, getting ready, preparing to this big celebration tomorrow. Even further north, to the Muslims in Perth, the Catholics, Anglicans, Jewish, Hindus, the whole gamut, free thinkers, non-believers, all of you. We may have different understandings, but you are still my family. May you all be happy and well, and living your aspirations without any hindrance. May you all feel you're respected and in harmony together. And then you send these feelings of warmth and loving kindness even further north. Many of you come from Indonesia, Singapore, Malaysia. 
I went to Sri Lanka. I come from so many different parts of the world. We're all together living in peace, doing something good for others. You spread this loving kindness to your homelands, to all the people, some people you've never met, even if you live next door. I care for you all. I care for all the birds in the sky, all the animals which crawl on the ground, all the fish and other aquatic animals who live in the oceans. May you all in this moment realize that people are wishing you well, sincerely with powerful minds. May you all be at peace and happiness with enough to eat, enough to drink, and enough to live, with enough to be able to laugh. May you all be free. As you spread this loving kindness throughout the whole planet Earth, you spread it like this golden blanket of light, getting bigger and bigger and bigger, larger and wider and thicker and warmer and more delightful over this whole globe. Even to agriculture and forests and grasslands which were suffering because of the pollution of climate change and wars. All those people who just don't know where they're going to sleep tonight or how they're going to eat or what's happened to their children all these people could be suffering so much. May you know you have friends you never even dreamt could be. May you find your children, find your wife, husband. May people learn how to put down those weapons. May everybody live in peace and harmony together. As this golden light from each one of us blankets, protects and heals the whole planet Earth. I'm going to pause for a moment. Now there's one person you've left out. Weird. We always tend to do this. Imagine you're back in a room and you're looking at yourself in a full-length mirror. These five components of existence which bear your name, young or old, female, male, in between, something other, and whatever age, whatever country, whatever face, or no faith. You. You look at you. This you can always do with some more kindness. Say to yourself, the door of my heart should have always been open to me. I'm going to keep it open now and never close it. Whoever I am, whatever I do, I'll never be ashamed. This is who I am. Not perfect, but no tree in a forest is perfect. Just like me, 
I'm part of nature. All my faults and idiosyncrasies, all my bad jokes, that's just who you are. May I be at peace with myself, like an ultimate deep form of love. May I care for me, rather than always trying to improve myself. May I be at peace. As you give this loving kindness to yourself, spreading this golden light up to the top of your head, down to the bottom of your feet, to the end of every toe, to the end of every finger, the end of your ears, through your body, bathing yourself with this beautiful, warm kindness of love. Now, time is gone. So you imagine that golden light which we've spread over the whole planet Earth. Now bring back that light, shrink it, but leave the warmth out there until that light starts to come back into country Australia, till it starts to shrink, we get more intense into serpentine, till it comes into Jhana Grove, till it comes into the meditation center in Jhana Grove, till it comes into this room, till it comes into this body called you, till it comes into the center of the body in your heart region. And you imagine your heart like a, an open white lotus, fully open, beautiful, pure, and it hovers hovers over your heart. And then very gently, you close the petals of your lotus to protect that beautiful, invaluable, priceless seed of loving kindness inside of you. To be used at another time, in another place, whenever it's needed. I'm now going to give the final blessing to conclude the loving-kindness meditation. Api wa dan hasilitsa 
Nichang Wuta Pachalino Chataro Dhamma Watanti Ayuano Sukhan Balan. Now you may open your eyes. The retreat is now over, and I'm not going to extend it. <laughs> Excellent. Wow. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu.